0: Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real raw and what it means to be the confident woman.
1: Okay, so today we're talking about kind of like our hobbies and if it's wise to choose to always need to make a business a profit or money off of what your hobbies are. So sometimes you never know when inspiration is going to strike. So a couple weeks ago, just on Instagram, I had a friend of mine from high school that had this awesome post that like stopped to make me think. And then we had a very long conversation about it where I was like, this is good stuff. Like we should talk about this <laughs> on the podcast because her point was just that with, obviously we live in like a capitalist country, which is a great thing. We have all the things we need, free enterprise, but... Do people take that a step too far and lose their joy and their happiness and what fulfills them because they're always trying to profit off of it instead of just purely and simply enjoy what their hobbies are?
0: I agree, and it's funny because you and I were just talking about this mm-hmm. as well. So I felt like the timing of this is perfect. Mm-hmm. So kind of always, to, is. It, yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's meant to be. And to piggyback off of that it was something that. I know that I was going through and I shared it with you. And it was after coming off a call with somebody as well. And I know into like the entrepreneurial coaching space, everyone's just like, well, if that's your passion, you should run with it. And that should be your, you know, monetize whatever you're most passionate Mm -hmm. about. And I agree with that to an extent. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I will share a bit of my like realization this just this past week about it. And I know Erin is. Uh, she has mm-hmm. some opinions and thoughts on that as well. And I, I know we have opinions, a, <laughs> and we have a couple episodes <laughs> on it too. But to kind of get started on that is, even though you're passionate about something, it doesn't mean that that's where you have to capitalize and make that your sole bread and butter and build a whole business around it. I know for me personally, when I tried to take my passion of fitness and build my business around it, I've been finding that I'm burning out. Mm-hmm. And that's something where I had to pull back on that as—because uh, fitness is such a, such a big part of my life that I didn't want it consuming every ounce of my being. Like, right. you know, being at the gym or the talking about it after work or working out and then meeting people and talking about flexible dieting, which, by the way, is my jam and I could talk about it all day long. Mm-hmm. But it's because I actually enjoy that where when you feel the need to make that—you're leading with money instead of passion— which doesn't necessarily align with purpose, that's when it's like a recipe for kind of confusion and not being congruent in alignment with where you're actually going, but you're leading with, well, if I can monetize that, that's why I'm going to do it. Right. And that being like the sole purpose. Right.
1: So, right. Because I think that you can, obviously, if you're going to build a business or you want to create income, whatever, you should do something you enjoy doing. But it doesn't always have to be so take over your life kind of thing. So I know for myself, like I set a goal a long, many, many moons ago about coaching basketball where I even have it written down on, a, on an index card in my 20-year-old handwriting that says, I want to coach basketball because I love to coach basketball, not because I want to get paid for it. So that was like, because me, that's like a passion of mine. Like I love basketball. I will talk about basketball, watch basketball, play basketball. Like that's a passion of mine and for me so now it's like coaching and if you know anything about coaching at the high school level like you get paid for it (laughs) but it's not a lot you know so for me it's like yeah I'm doing something I'm passionate about doing because of my passion not because I have to get paid for it and that makes sense so I think there's things that you can still do and you don't have to monetize I think I think the point is that like everybody tries to tell you to monetize the shit out of everything is the point. So like pick something, like something, you can go for it. But if you find yourself like burned out, like you love painting pictures and painting pictures is your stress relief and your therapy. And it's something that you're just happy to do and you love to do. Now you say, oh, I'm going to start monetizing this and you're having a hard time selling paintings. You're painting just to get it out there, just to try and sell it to a client or whatever. You're not enjoying it anymore. And then you're going to start resenting what was once your passion. Because you're pissed off that no one will buy it. Or whatever. And then maybe you're painting things that don't make you happy because now you're painting things that people want to buy versus what you enjoy to paint. Right. So it's, you can't like falter what you love to do simply for money. <laughs> Keep doing that. And sometimes the money follows though. Like sometimes you do th- do things that you like and you're passionate about and you can. But I just think like people set that expectation so high so quick where it's like maybe you paint pictures of freaking, ch- I don't know. I can't think of the turtles. And you love painting turtle pictures but down the road like you might make a bunch of money off that and be known for that but if you're pushing with that and leading with that and only doing that now f- to monetize and you're putting pressure and stress on what you love to do
0: you're not going to love to do it anymore right and i think that comes from like the like for me kind of that example is taking your creative outlet and and trying to monetize it where this for me personally i was like i actually in between sets at the gym this yeah. kind of really hit me i was like This is where I feel called to go, you know, taking a step back allowed me to reconnect with my purpose over passion, and that's helping people get fit from within. So even though I can talk to you all day about hip thrusts and deadlifts and flexible dieting and macros and all that stuff, because, I mean, believe me, you come to me, you're speaking my language, I will talk to you forever about it. And I feel like that was probably where I was getting most hung up is like, oh, I should have monetized that and I should do this. And so I'm not actually leading with the right intent where for me it's about sharing something that has really changed my life drastically. Like a whole transformation came through fitness, but that was something that was sacred to me. But I also want to give back to other people. And for me, when I was felt like I need to keep pushing and pushing and pushing to make this my sole primary source of income or my, whatever it might be. And of course you could take this, uh, listeners, you know, if this is something that resonates with you. And when it allowed me that time to step back, I said, that's not really what I'm called to do because even though fitness is a huge part of it, because that's where transformation happens, that's where I love seeing lives transform from the inside out. And when we think of fitness, we typically think of like the physical and that's why I say, you know, like hip thrust, deadlifts and, you know, diet and exercise kind of thing. But it's it's much deeper than that. And that was something that really resonated with my purpose and felt more in alignment and to where I'm going and growing with my business and as myself individually. And so when we talk about where we were years ago to where we're at now, we're going to evolve. We're going to outgrow our old selves and therefore our businesses should evolve as we evolve personally. So there's nothing wrong with still keeping that as a passion, but ask yourself today, is what you started years ago still in alignment with where you're headed now? And that was something I had to address for me and say, no, right now it's not. I still love that and I want to keep that my passion. However, this is where I'm headed.
1: Right. You have some really deep thoughts in between sets. At the it was so weird.
0: I swear, every time I'm at the gym, this is where I really get inspired. And, it's like, between those two-minute rest periods, they just—I get these sparks.
1: I'm like, okay, I got to make note. I get those, like, in-between the glasses of wine coming to me at the bar. <laughs> in-between sets. So <laughs> in between that, No, but um, I think along with what you just said, too, is that a lot of times we think that— So what you're passionate about— doesn't isn't necessarily what you're necessarily great at and put on this earth to do because there could be gifts and talents and just different things that you're just naturally really good at and helpful for people and can solve problems that other people have naturally and that's something you're really, really good at. That doesn't mean that you have that that's your what you're the most passionate about is what you have to do. You know what I mean? So it's like, I freaking love basketball, but I'm not gonna be a star and make it I mean I don't know what the WNBA players make now. I don't think I want to make that income. But I'm just saying, like, I love basketball, but I'm not going to be a professional basketball player, right? So, like, that's my passion, but that didn't mean I had to go, that I wasn't good at other things to create a business around those things and still keep something as my passion. And that's it. Just something I enjoy. Not that I have to go make money off or whatever. So, it's like, even if you are really, really good at, I don't know, graphic design and helping companies build websites and do all these kind of whatever, marketing, branding, and you're really, really great at it and you help a lot of companies and you're amazing at it and you make a good income doing it, but your passion is guitar, that doesn't mean all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to stop everything I'm really great at and good at doing to go try and make it, go to Nashville and try and make it big. You know, like let them be separate.
0: Right. And I think that's where we're kind of taking this whole episode is that even though you're still in your lane of like pursuing your passion, if it's not current and congruent with where you're at now, it's okay to shift gears. It's okay to outgrow that aspect. You, I mean, to continue doing the same thing over and over and over and over again will eventually just lead to burnout. Yeah,
1: and it's okay to not make money on what you're passionate about.
0: And it's also <laughs> okay to not continue making money on something that, has yeah you're burned out at both ends and in fact if I, I this is for me where I felt I was really struggling with is that even though I'm in that fitness space it was taking my time away from me pursuing my fitness passion and that I hold it such a high regard. Like for me, fitness helped save me like a lot of the stuff that I'd gone through. And if I was finding myself like, oh my gosh, I have to go to the gym or oh my gosh, I have to talk about flexible dieting again. And oh, I have to create a recipe and post it on Instagram and all these things. It just, it really, I felt a big disconnect and felt almost resentful of that lane that I was in, and, it, and I felt it trickle into my personal life. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was just like, what is the one thing that I love and will continue to do and grow and lights me up? And that's through personal development, because for me, I'm never, ever going to stop growing and learning. And so I feel like through personal experience, you find out where you're supposed to be going. And it's through like wisdom, trial and error, life experiences. And for me, if I'm constantly filling myself with personal development and growth and, and learning every single day, then I will never, ever get old of that. Because then if I'm not growing and learning, like I'm just dying, like there's nothing to it. And so I just, to kind of come back to what Aaron and I were talking about is that if it does not jive with you today and you don't foresee it lasting in the long term, you don't have to jump on the bandwagon to monetize your passion, but still keep that as something as a hobby that is sacred to you, that you really, really enjoy because you don't want to be burned out on it.
1: Yeah, so I think it basically just boils down to self-awareness. So just knowing, taking time with yourself, reflecting on what you like, what you want to do, what fulfills you, what you are willing to negotiate with, what you want to do to keep you happy, fulfilled, and I can't think of another synonym, but you know, something along those lines. But just, you know what I mean? It's just like self-awareness and knowing yourself and like taking time instead of just being bullied and pushed around by like, social media expectations or what you see everybody else doing. Just taking the time to reflect on your own thoughts, what you enjoy doing, keep enjoying doing and make those decisions based on your own desires, I guess, of what you want. And uh, don't be a sellout.
0: Right. And self-awareness. <laughs> no one likes to sell out. Self-awareness is the key to everything, for real. And if you're not taking that time just to really turn inward and reflect, then you're going to just keep, kind of burning yourself out and not realizing it. So and then you'll have it, no passions. Right. And no <laughs> income. Because, <laughs> and no money. Because if people could so. read that, like if you're not passionate about something, people are not going to buy from you. Right. But just be aware. I mean, and, and sometimes it's the hard truth and we kind of lose sight of that because we don't want to answer it because we, you know, even though we know the truth, we'll beat around it because we're like, well, and then you just always think of like, it pays or it makes money or this is what I'm supposed to do. And mm-hmm. so- you know go back to self awareness go back to the drawing board back to basics like what what lights you up that will continue to light you up
1: absolutely so that was fun so thank you emily for posting that on instagram she's got good stuff so that was important <laughs> i just like i don't know i don't always find i don't always find my inspiration from instagram but that was a good one and i just thought it was like most people probably are doing that in today's world cuz that's the advice we always get turn your passion into profits which Yes, it's true, but be happy as well. Right. Bottom line. So figure out what that is and um, continue to do what you need to do, but make sure you keep happiness at your top priority. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels
0: for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.